0: I will tell you an old story today. This interchange between the Sufi mystic Simab and a nobleman named Malukab is preserved in an oral transmission as a dialogue often staged by wandering dervishes. these wandering dervishes, that the Sikhs, in the mystic tradition of Arabia and Middle East, of the Sufis, the disciples of the mystics, of the sheikhs. So this is a story that often got told. Mulakab, which is the man who is coming, visiting the master, Simab, says, Tell me something of your philosophy so that I may understand. The mystic replied, You cannot understand unless you have experienced. Mulakab said, I do not have to understand a cake to know whether it is bad. Simad said, If you are looking at a good fish, and you think that it is a bad cake, you need to understand less, and to understand it better, more." then you need anything else. Mulakab, then why do you not abandon books and lectures if the experience is the necessity? Simab, the mystic says, because the outward is the conductor to the inward. Books will teach you something of the outward aspect, of the inward, and so will lectures. Without them you will make no progress. Mulakab, but why should we not be able to do so without the books? Simab, for the same reason that you cannot think without words. You have been reared on books. Your mind is so altered by books and lectures, by hearing and speaking, that the inward can only speak to you through the outward, whatever you pretend you can perceive. Mulakab, does this apply to everyone? Simab, it applies to whom it applies. It applies above all to those who think. It does not apply to them. These are very beautiful stories and you are very fortunate if you can understand it and you are in the right place to understand it because you are also part of these wandering dervishes, these seekers of truth, who is coming to the mystics and wondering what it is all about. Some have settled down, other people are on the words, other people are just coming in the door wondering what is this all about? Do I need this? This interchange between the Sufi mystic Simab and a nobleman named Malukab. A nobleman, it means somebody who has learnt a lot, who has read a lot, who is knowledgeable. In India, they call them Pandit, like a priest, somebody who has studied the scriptures somebody who is maybe very wealthy in the world, who has power, fame. This nobleman named Malukab came to visit. He said, tell me something of your philosophy so that I may understand. The mystic replied, you cannot understand unless you have experienced. From the very beginning, he makes it clear that here you can't be helped by thinking anymore. You have already been thinking too much. You know too much. Your head is full of words, what you think you can understand through your mind. If you want to know, if you want me to teach you, then you have to experience, you have to start living, you have to start going into unknown things so it can open up unknown doors in yourself. You can't think about the truth. If people have experienced, then they're talking from their own knowing. Then nobody can shake it then, because you know. It's not something that you have just read. that you want to argue about? The mystic replied, you cannot understand unless you have experienced. Mulakab says, I do not have to understand the cake to know whether it is bad. This is the mind, this is logic. You can see if a cake is moldy or not. But logic doesn't work when you come to a mystic. Maybe it's good in the outer world, you can see, but you can't see that which is invincible for the eyes. You cannot see that you cannot see. You cannot see and understand that which has no form, no taste. You have to experience it. You have to taste it. It has to become a part of you. And when it becomes a part of you, then you have no words to explain it. Then the only thing you can tell you also have to experience it. If you want to find out, you have to go into it. Otherwise, please, this is not the place for you. Just think about it and wondering about it. The search, the true search, can only start when you are ready to experience, when you are ready to go beyond your old, limitations, which is very difficult and that's why you need somebody who can remind you and push you gently so this understanding that you have inside can start functioning by itself. You have to realize that what you really want is to get out of the mud. Not talk about what is the mud made of. It makes no sense what it is made of. Do you think when you are standing in the quicksand, that you think about what is it made of? Is it earth or is it sand? No, you want to get out of it. Is life and that, otherwise it will kill you. But human beings, even if they are desperate, even if they are suffering, they still want to think about it. Mulakab, I do not have to understand the cake to know whether it is bad. Simab, the mystic, says, if you are looking at the good fish and you think that it is a good, bad cake, You need to understand less, and to understand it better, more than you need anything else. He says that this logic, it won't help you. It will just hinder you. To start on this journey, you have to be a little wild. You have to be a little crazy. You have to be ready to take risks. You don't know yet if it's right or not, if something will happen or not. But you have to be ready to go into it, to find out. Thinking won't help you. This is a beautiful story, because this is what everybody has to face. And just yesterday we were talking about being taught or how much do you really want to get out of it? When you really face yourself, how much do you want to get out of your sleepiness, your suffering, your headaches? You maybe think that you want, but then when you look at it, then may you realize only two percent, five percent, eight percent. It won't help you, you need all the energy you can get, you need your totality. Because only the totality understands something. And if you have the whole you with you, on all levels, only then can you experience something. These insights comes in the beginning as a surprise. It just happens. If you are looking at the good fish, and you think that it is a bad cake, you need to understand less. Also, this can also have another meaning, because these mystics, they have their own language. He might also mean that you are looking at the good fish, thinking that it is only a bad cake. I'm a good fish, healthy fish, in the ocean of God, and you're thinking about bad cakes, you're bringing your mind into this. The only thing that will help is that you think less. Another beautiful mystic, Kabir, he said, I laugh when I hear that the fish in the sea is thirsty. I laugh when I hear the fish in the sea is thirsty. And that is how the mystic sees humanity. You are all fishes in the ocean of God. And in some strange way you think you are thirsty. You have forgotten that you are in the ocean. Then they laugh, but of course, in the same time they have to go on talking, because still you don't understand that laughter. So words is needed to start calling you back. Hoo hoo. You don't understand silence. You have to scream. Kab then said, if it's need to understand less, then why do you not abandon books and lectures if the experience is the necessity? Why do you then go on talking? Why do you go on teaching then? Why do you say anything if it's not needed, if it's only the experience? You see, this is the mind. You go from one side to the other. If it's not like this, then it has to be like that. You go to totally the opposite side. You don't know still that it's the same thing. It looks like it's totally the opposite. But in fact, it's the same thing. It's the same coin. It's the same ego. On one side it looks like that, and on the other side it looks like that. It looks very opposite. You have to go beyond both. This is what this mystic Simap trying to explain to him. Then why do you not abandon books and lectures if the experience is the necessity? Simap says, because the outer is the conductor to the inward. Books will teach you something of the outward aspect of the inward, and so will lectures. Without them, you will make no progress. And that you all know, in the beginning, first, you are not aware of any seeking at all. You live totally unconscious. That's how most people do. And then in some states of evolution in people's life, they come across something. Maybe they hear something. Maybe they get the book. Maybe they buy a book. Maybe they get the hint, read that or read this. Then they see something. That is what Anastasia was selling yesterday. She read the spiritual book. Somebody who is talking the truth. Aha, it is something. This is the very beginning. So in this way, it can hint. It won't transform you, but it's the beginning. You start realizing that there is something more. Many people get stuck there. Just reading spiritual books, holy books. But no transformation is happening. Maybe the mind thinks about God and angels instead of lipstick and shoes. But it makes no difference. The next step then is you go to somebody. You try to find out, how can I get these experiences? How can I start finding out for myself. This is how this mulakab is starting. Tell me something of your philosophy so that I may understand. But it's not that easy. If you want to understand, you have to be willing to follow the mystic. You have to be willing to listen. You have to be willing to experience. And, in those days, with these masters, when they see that you really want to understand, you're not into arguing anymore, you're not into asking questions, you just say, I'm available. And when he has studied you some time, maybe they just sent them, okay, you go to that and that village and you learn how to make carpets, And after one year, or two years, come back and see me. Or you go to that and that place, and start learning how to build houses. And after you have set up a construction company, and doing good business, come back and see me. Do you see the difference? That's how it's been in all the traditions. In India, in Japan, when they came to the Sun Master, is many stories that the disciple has to wait outside for months, sometimes through the whole winter, just to come inside the gate, testing him, does he really want, otherwise what's the, what's the use of wasting my time and wasting his time? But people are not, that strong anymore. So it has to be made in a different way. But this centeredness, this feeling that you're willing to do everything to find out, that you have to find sooner or later. Otherwise nothing will happen. And when you find it, then the mystery is that really nothing is needed. But you don't know that yet, you're trying to find out. Then you have to be willing to do everything. So instead of going and learn how to make carpets for two years, just do some meditations. But even that the mind is resistant to. Just look how the modern human being has become, you undermining yourself. On one side you want to do things, on the other side, no. Be aware of your mind, it's a tricky old gangster. Then why do you not abandon books and lectures if the experience is the necessity? Sima, Because the outward is the conductor to the inward, books will teach you something of the outward aspect of the inward, and so will lectures. Without them you will make no progress. In a way, they go together because we are so used to just using words and language. We don't understand just the natural language of existence. All the mystics, this Simab also, he is waiting, he is hoping, When can we just sit together in silence? But that can only happen when you had gone beyond all the questions and you have proven yourself and the Master that you are willing to do everything and all the illusions and the dreams and the mind and the doubt is gone and there is a heart connection with the master, with existence. Then you can sit together, because then the whole communication happens in a different way, in a different level. Up till that moment, we have to go on talking. And even talking the language, the words that you understand, is very difficult to understand sometimes. The mind, the ego, is resisting the truth. You have to get out of that so your heart, your soul, is available for truth. When the words of truth start going in there and you start feeling, then transformation can start happening. Mulakab, but why should we not be able to do so without the books? Simab, for the same reason that you cannot think without words, You have been reared on books. Your mind is so altered by books and lectures, by hearing and speaking, that the inward can only speak to you through the outward. This is also very known on the spiritual journey, that people, they want suddenly to change. No, I don't want anything to do with the outside. No, it's only the inside. But the outside can't be there without the inside, the inside can't be there without the outside. They go together. Don't choose. Choosing is just a part of the mind. The waves of the ocean, which is the mind, cannot exist without the whole ocean underneath. They go together. Of course, the more and more you know about the depth of the ocean, the less the waves will bother you, because you have seen more. But that seeing more is experiencing. You have to test yourself, and you will be afraid because you think, I can't hold my breath for that long, I will drown. But why should we not be able to do so without books? This is how it has been in all the traditions also. And even people are teaching this way. Nothing is necessary. Everything is God. All is Brahma. You have gurus who are teaching that. Nothing outside is real. And then you have the other ones that says, you just have to do all kinds of things, all kinds of sadnas, all kinds of techniques, all kinds of meditations. A lot of effort is needed, otherwise you will never make it. Then who are you going to listen to then? A true mystic sees that both is true. Both goes together, but only a true mystic can see what the patient needs, and everybody is different. For some, maybe they just need to do a little. For some others, maybe they have to do a lot. That nobody knows, except the doctor. Simab, for some, for the same reason that you cannot think without words. How can you think without words? What thinking will be there then? No words are coming, no thoughts. Is there any thinking then? No. No thinking, but no thinking, no questions also. No questions about understanding your philosophy, so that I may understand. There is nothing to understand, and everything is. But you have to go through the mind, the workings of the mind, to come beyond. This is how different schools are also. Some people, they just work with the mind, study the mind, working with the mind to try to go beyond the mind. That is one way. Some only the physical. Exercise. Yoga, physical yoga, breathing, pranayama, Jnana-yoga, see how the mind works, the path of wisdom, doubting everything, asking is this true, who is thinking this, can I be sure that this is true, can I understand the mind, is this me, is this towards me, Is many, many different ways. I see all the ways, and i like you to experience all the ways, so you don't get stuck in one way. And you are more than the mind, you are more than the feelings, you are more than the body, so you should use all. All of these levels should be healthy and whole, and be understood and experienced. Then you are a happy, healthy human being. For so long, people have just dropped the body on the search. All the wisdom is in the head. Or they fight and just the body. And they've been quarreling. No, use all the different... That's what is available here. We use all the different techniques. And as you experiment with them and do them, you will see, slowly, slowly, what is the most effective for you. What kind of type are you? What is it that works? That you can only find out by doing. They all work on the same thing. You have been reared on books. Your mind is so altered by books and lectures, by hearing and speaking, that the inward can only speak to you through the outward. This is the holy journey. That's what I'm going on doing also, speaking from the outside but guiding you to the inside. But that can only happen the more and more you fall in peace, the more and more you fall in tune with yourself, the more and more you fall in tune with the mystic, the more and more innocent you become, the more and more available, only then they can go in, then you are totally present. Because there is no thinking, you are just available. And that's how these discourses, such satsang, should be. Just like you are listening to the sound of the river, when you are listening to the bird, you never think that is this bird saying the right thing? Is that the right bird song for that bird? You are just listening, and you think, oh, that was beautiful. If your mind is not so occupied, then, that you don't even take notice. That's how you should be in satsang, just be available. Keep the mind outside. That's what this old Sufi master is meaning. Your mind is so altered by books and different lectures, by hearing and speaking, that the inward can only speak to you through the outward. And that's the mysterious thing, being with the master, that even they speak from the outside, the outward, it leads you to the inner, that which is outside, can take you to the inner. And when you start getting in touch with this inner, your inner guide, your inner self, your inner truth, your own heart, then you start understanding the mystic in a totally different light. Then only can you start listening. That is the whole homework, to be available to listen, to have your ears cleaned, your mind cleaned, your thoughts gone, so your essence can just drink. Drink me, eat me, he said. That is what, exactly what he meant. How can you eat and drink a man like Jesus if you already stuffed with so many things? Whatever you pretend, you can perceive. Mulakab said, does this apply to everyone? This Mulakab, like, Many seekers, many people who comes, they trying in this way and that way to sneak away. Does this apply to me too? Be aware, this is how the mind is. All the seekers has to go through this also. Does this apply to me too? Or just everybody else? This is a very good heart of the mind is the joker. It wants to get you free. Does this apply to me too? Does this mean me too? Me? Yes, it means you. And only you. Because there is only you. And you, and you, and you. A mystic doesn't talk to the masses, he doesn't talk to the people, he talks to you. Where is people talking about saving their humanity? Where is this humanity? Who have seen the humanity? I only see people, you and you and you. This is humanity, Is you. Don't fool yourself, think, save the humanity. Save yourself. You are humanity. This is the trick of the mind. Either they want to save the world, or they ask, does this apply to me too? Or, am I free? Then the mystic Mulakab says, it applies to whom it applies. It applies to whom it applies. This is a very beautiful way to put it. He can't even say, it applies to you. No. The mystics, a man of truth, is always careful to say it applies to you. Because maybe you're not ready to hear it. Maybe you get afraid. Maybe it hurts your swollen ego. You don't want to hear it. So he says, it applies to whom it applies to. It can only apply to those people that understand it. If you're not ready to understand this kind of conversation, it does not apply to you. Go home then. Go and sleep. And be happy, it doesn't apply to you. I'm free. Free to go back into the quicksand. applies to whom it applies to. And it applies above all to those who think it does not apply to them. That is just fantastic. It applies above all to those who think it does not apply to them. Be aware how the mind is, because it always wants to make, you special and if you have these kind of thoughts, remember the old mystic Simab, above all it applies to those who think it does not apply to them. There's no way around it. It is only one way, and that is to face yourself. you? In the beginning it can be tough, in the end it's sweet. Sweeter than honey. Sweeter than the sweet. What is sweeter than the sweet? Sweeter than honey.